Hello, good morning, good morning everyone. This is another episode of Let's Talk Sports with Tim McCain. And today I'm going to be talking about a few sports topics including Notre Dame recruiting and how social media affects recruiting. So, for the first topic, I want to talk about Notre Dame. Now, Notre Dame, I, I want to talk specifically not just about recruiting, but also about the TV deal and its independence from the ACC. So, we all know that Notre Dame, well, for the sports fans, we know that Notre Dame has an, is independent when it comes to football. They're a part of the ACC and every other conference except for football. And that's because they have a huge deal with NBC where they get $15 million a year. Okay, and they're going to have that through 2025, even though the ACC is going to be running through uh, ESPN's network in 2019, this this uh, fall season coming up. So it's definitely going to be interesting to see how it plays out with Notre Dame being independent, running its own thing and the ACC doing its own thing. You know, even you know, Dame is relatively new to the ACC. They joined in 2014. But to be quite honest with you. Notre Dame, they need to level up. Notre Dame, they need, they need to level up. Brian Kelly and them, they need to level up. They're solid most of the time every year. But you know what, man? They haven't been great since Lou Holtz. They have not been great since Lou Holtz. And they need to do something. This cup, this 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 upcoming season or the next five, five years, Notre Dame needs to do something to elevate themselves to potentially win a national championship because it's been too long. All right, they have their own network. They're considered a great football school, but they haven't won anything in the past 15 years. They haven't won anything. So they need to do something quick because if they want to stay independent, they're going to have to win something. NBC is not going to give them a deal in 2026 if they are not competitive, if they... Because Brian Kelly, he might not be the coach by 2025 because of age, because he just doesn't want to coach football anymore. Because football does take a toll on you. We saw that with Urban Meyer when he was, and he had 100 hours where he was just coaching guys and he just had enough. He had to take a break. Um, it, Notre Dame's got to do something. And obviously, you know, they've got guys who they're going after. Um, you know, they're going after the top running back in the country. They're going after the top defensive lineman in the country. And they're really hoping that some of these guys will continue to stay there. Some of these guys include Chris Tyree, who is uh, highly touted out of Chester, Virginia. And he's he literally, uh, his, his uh, three top schools are the Oklahoma Sooners, the Crimson Side, and Notre Dame. Now, Alabama, they do a really good job with running backs. But the problem is Alabama's got too many of them. Alabama's got too many running backs. Oklahoma, they got a nice, you know what Oklahoma could be, is it for me, if I were to look at it, if I were to Chris Tyree, Oklahoma or Notre Dame are two schools where you could potentially be interesting. Oklahoma's the hot bet right now. You know, they got the they got the they got the young coach, Lincoln Riley. I think, honestly, Lincoln Riley could be a place where he could go because they got a quarterback who likes to run the football, okay? They got a quarterback, so maybe Chris Tyree, he could look at it and say, well, hey, look, Oklahoma, they're the hotbed of college football. They're one of the hotbeds of college football. He'd come in, start right away, and and he'll be uh, right along uh, the starting quarterback who transferred from Alabama, 
and they could do something serious, you know. Um, Notre Dame, of course, he would, you know, get a lot of praise from Notre Dame, and, you know, he get the, you know, he would be singled out a little bit more because, you know, he's the number one running back in the nation. He might get more clout. So that, so it, it really depends on what he's looking for. If he, for me, if I'm looking at that from a numbers perspective, I'm thinking Oklahoma. But I'm thinking from a clout, like, especially if he's really good in the college game, he could do something well in Notre Dame when it comes to a numbers perspective, a clout perspective, just because Notre Dame uh, traditionally is such a highly touted college football program. So that could be, so for me, I would not go to Alabama. I would either go to Oklahoma Sooners or to a, uh, a Notre Dame, only because Notre Dame, they might see you out more, and Oklahoma you might get better numbers. But in Alabama, they have so many great running backs in Alabama that they switch. Sometimes you're not, you don't start until your second or third season because some of these running backs, because they have, they have a long list. You have to go through something to get there. Plus, they play in the heaviest conference in the strongest conference, and one of the greatest running backs I've ever seen, LaMarcus Lattimore, tore both his knees playing in the SEC, and he just was not the same player in, in the NFL. He wasn't even a small remnant of a great player. He was one of the greatest college football running backs I've ever seen in my life, and um, it was just a shame to see how he you know, messed up his knee and he was never that player in the NFL. It would have been a beautiful thing to see. <laughs> Um, also, Notre Dame, they're going after a defensive end. And uh, he's also number one defensive end in the country. So, you know, they could do something uh, potentially with Braden McGregor from Port Horn, Mich- Michigan. Excuse me. But um, it's either between Michigan and Notre Dame. And like I said, Michigan, they're kind of the hotbed. You know, John Harbaugh, he's that dude. He's that guy. Sometimes guys like playing for a, a charismatic type coach. And that's what John Harbaugh brings. Now, he hasn't won nothing. Okay. And he's got to win something in the next two, three years himself. Or he's out the door. Or he'll be a guy who was charismatic, who was fun-loving, who was great. But not great enough to win a championship. He didn't win a championship in the NFL. And he didn't win a championship in college. I'm telling you right now. I mean, could you imagine if uh, John Harbaugh won a championship in the NFL and in the college? It would be kind of like uh, the the, um, the college coach in basketball who coached Allen Iverson. And he, uh, I'm forgetting his name at the moment. But it would have been like the guy who won college basketball and, and in the NBA. Just give me a second. Championship. But for, for, for that way, I would say that this guy, if, if he were to done, if he were to have won both, if John Harper would have won both, he would have been recognized as one of the best coaches of all time, you know, or at least a coach where you have to respect him. You have to do things that Larry Brown, Larry Brown, that was the coach who won both in, in college and in the NBA and the professional ranks. If he would have pulled, if he would have pulled a Larry Brown, and he had one in San Francisco, and then he had one in Michigan. You, he would have been legacy built, okay, legacy built. But right now, to, to me, he, he, to me, and a lot of others, he's a guy who's super charismatic. He'd be a great coach to play for, but 
as of right now, he hasn't won a championship. And I feel like people will look at that and say, well, he was not good enough to get it done. Dabble got it done. He didn't win in the NFL, but he won multiple championships in college. And he's just as charismatic as John Harbaugh is. And so, who knows what we'll see with that. The next thing I want to talk about, uh, and this is the final uh, topic for Let's Talk Sports, is uh, social media and recruiting. Now, the thing with social media is social media can be good and bad. It can be good for your business. It can be good to, to connect with people who you used to be friends with, family members. You can find uh, long-lost loved ones, and you can do all this type of stuff where you can make connections, meet new people, make money off of it. But also, social media can play a down, can be, can be bad for you depending on what you put out. Sometimes you have to be aware of the things that you put out and understand that not only can the things that you put out affect you, but it also could affect uh, your team, your family, your loved ones, anyone uh, associated with you can be can be affected, can be impacted by what you said. I remember when the defensive tackle for um, North Carolina, when he put out a tweet uh, that he basically was with the agent. He basically put he threw North Carolina under the bus and North Carolina was in was in trouble for years because of what some defensive lineman did by putting out that he was in some pool party with an agent. I mean, can you imagine that? I mean, that is incredibly that's 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 so bad. I'm I'm pretty sure that guy would never be welcome back in North Carolina. He can't be. He can't be because he put North Carolina in too much trouble. Now North Carolina didn't get in trouble for it, really. They did not. Okay? Um, but I'm saying stuff like that can affect you. I mean, we saw the whole African-American program at, well, it did it did affect them, but it didn't affect them when it comes to like scholarships. They, the NCAA didn't take away scholarships, but there were players that did not go to North Carolina in, in fear that they couldn't go to NCAA championship or they couldn't go to the, you know, to the, to the, to the tournament because potentially there could be violations that were, were, uh, that would be given to North Carolina. And here's a list of coaches who look at social media and say, well, I'm not going to be a, be a part of that. Mike Gundy from Oklahoma State. Now, Mike, now Oklahoma State, that's solid. Um, you know, they, they had uh, Des Bryant, one of my favorite wide receivers from back in the day for the Cowboys. You know, I'm a Cowboy fan. So, you know, Des Bryant, he was that dude. Um, but his his whole idea was he. This is what he says, and this is according to US Today, uh, highschool.com. He says it's information that's available to us, so it's information we include in our evaluation process. We have people on our football staff that track every one of our players and every one of our recruits. I remind our guys every week about that. I just tell our guys to stay off social media, especially if you can't behave. I have three sons and I tell them the same things. I just don't understand how taking a picture of what you're doing and presenting it to the whole world to see makes any sense. Why would you do something questionable and incriminate yourself by posting about it? That kind of behavior has certainly cost some young men an opportunity to play in college at Oklahoma State. Okay, here's the problem. Okay, for one, kids, it's going to be tough for a kid to stay off social media, especially if he's been ingrained in social media. Okay, you have some people who don't have any so who don't care about social media, who don't put any attention attention to it. We see it. I know young people who would not be who are not in social media at all. But if you're talking about a kid who grew up on social media, I think what you need to tell a kid is, hey, look, how can you present your best self? Or how can you present yourself in a way that 
is truthful, but kind of like a promotional type thing. Like Juju Smith-Schuster is a great example of somebody who who puts out his own content on YouTube, on social media, and it promotes himself. You know what I'm saying? He just goes around being kind to people, dancing, you know, doing these uh, interviews where he's faking himself. He's basically putting on an outfit, acting like he's not Juju, asking people about himself. You know what I mean? And stuff like that kind of builds your profile. So while I understand what Mike Gunny is talking about, not everything necessarily negative, not everything is negative about social media. But what a player has to do is he has to understand, hey, look, how can I use social media to my advantage? Jeff Scott from Clemson also talked about how social media has plays a huge influence. Social media is a huge part of the recruiting process. It allows us to get our brand in front of potential recruits and families that are interested in learning more about Clemson. I can remember seven or eight years ago when a prospect would come on campus. It was really the first time they were meeting coaches, seeing facility, and learning about your program. Now prospects know a ton about Clemson before they even step foot on campus. They have a great feel for what we are all about because of what they see on social media. Social media is also a great way to communicate and learn about the the prospects we are recruiting. At Clemson, we have an entire office whose sole duty is to get through social media of our prospects. It is extremely important for us to understand who we are dealing with. That office will look through the content and report to our coaching staff on what they are finding. Every year, we will eliminate prospects on our board because of questionable content. We've eliminated guys for inappropriate languages, images, retweets, or anything that we see as a red flag. Conversely, guys have moved up on our board because of the positive things we are able to learn through various social media channels. It serves as a tremendous resource for us. Wow. Anybody who wants to play football at a collegiate level, Clemson is one of the top schools in the nation. Won a championship last year. They are pointing out that they are looking at these high school kids and saying, hey, look, we are, we are going to recruit you based on what you are saying on, on social media. Make sure if you're a high school recruit that you put out content that promote yourself in a positive light, a la Juju Smith-Schuster, okay, a la Tom Brady, a la Russell Wilson, okay, guys who put it, not, not Antonio Brown, not Antonio Brown, no, no disrespect, Antonio Brown is one of the top, arguably top wide receiver in the game right now, okay, now granted, we'll see what he'll do, he'll do in Oakland, but as a Steeler, he was arguably top wide receiver in the game. You could either put him in the top two, top three conversation, either or. You know what I mean? Either Odell uh, or Julio. I say Julio than then, then, uh, AB, but that's just me. But anyway, they're telling you that they're looking at your stuff. So if you're a football player, if you're a basketball athlete, if whatever position, whatever, whatever game you're playing, you got to make sure you're putting out content that puts yourself in a positive light. Social media is a place where you feel like you can just say whatever you want. But what you say can affect you and affect your family. Can you imagine a player who could have been a part of a national championship team, who could have made serious plays, didn't end up going to Clemson because of the things that they tweeted out or retweeted on social media? This is why everyone has to be careful. 
whether you're an athlete, a business person, an actor, whatever you are, you have to make sure what you put out on social media, put yourself in a positive light or put yourself in a way where, hey, if you're going to make a stance, you got to take that stance. Because at the end of the day, people are looking at what you promote. People are looking at what I promote. That's why I always have to put out stuff that's positive, that's about sports, that's just about business. Okay, and sometimes I put out other things like music and stuff like that. But as, as a social media platform, you always have to be smart about what you're looking at. Because these coaches, these organizations are looking at your stuff. And it's important what you put out. This is another episode of Let's Talk Sports with Tim McCain. Y'all have a good one.